Lexi Baker, and this is Let's Talk About That, a podcast where I, a queer disabled woman, will be discussing an array of difficult subjects such as racism, sexism, and homophobia. Thanks for tuning in. So today's episode is going to be on coming out and the LGBTQ plus community. Um, before I start, I'd just like to say that I'm losing my voice so it does sound kind of raspy and it's probably going to crack a lot so please just um disregard that so this episode i'm definitely going to do multiple parts to this but this one is basically just going to be um my experiences with being queer and i'll answer a few questions that i've gotten over the years so i guess i'll start with kind of how I knew and at first this is going to sound like it's kind of unrelated but I promise it'll tie in later. So from a young age at least in western culture you know in the U.S. where I live we're basically taught that the world revolves around men and this can be seen I'd say just about everywhere. For example religion and I'm not religious currently but I was raised in a catholic household And in the Bible, it basically says that God isn't male or female, and that God is just simply God. But when we refer to God, we use masculine pronouns. I'm, again, I'm saying this is in Western culture. I think it might be different in other cultures. But um, even though God does not have a gender, and the Bible explicitly says this, we automatically assume that this powerful, all-knowing being has to be a man and again i'm not religious um and i know a lot of people aren't either so let's look at you know another example that doesn't involve religion so in the u.s we have never had a woman as president or i guess well we have um a woman as vice president not officially but we haven't had a woman as president yet so Usually when this is brought up, um, I know that I've brought it up and other people have brought it up, usually kind of the excuse is is that men are just made to be in charge or that women are too emotional and just kind of so on and so forth. So as a woman, we are taught that we're supposed to find a good, you know, strong, intelligent man to marry and that we're supposed to have their kids and take care of those kids and do this while our man is um, going out and providing a source of income for us. And this idea is pretty much everywhere. I mean, like, you can turn on, I'd say, just about any TV show, and you'll see a heterosexual couple where the woman is a stay-at-home mom and the husband has a 9-to-5 job. And let me just say that there's nothing wrong with this. Um, because, I mean, my parents are in the same situation. My mom has been a stay-at-home mom for my whole life, and my dad is in the military, and so he brings home, excuse me, uh, he brings home our income, but that works for some people, and that's totally fine, but the issue here is that we're taught that that is the one and only way to live, and that pretty much anything other than that is wrong. And heterosexuality is so ingrained in our society, and so it's incredibly hard to come to terms with not being straight. And 
For such a long time, I tried to fit into some heteronormative fantasy of, you know, like, meeting the man of my dreams and falling in love with him and getting married and having kids, but in reality, that's not the case for everyone. But moving on um, into signs of how I knew I was gay, looking back, there were most definitely signs Um, For example, my parents have been married for, I think, 30 years. I think of this June, 30 years. And so they've always said that marriage isn't easy. Uh, You know, they obviously love each other very much, but the initial butterflies of a relationship eventually fade. And that's when you have to choose to still love and be by the person that you're with. But when I was younger, I guess I kind of misunderstood this because in... Um, elementary and middle school when all of the other girls had crushes on guys I always felt super left out and so I would basically like find a guy that all the other girls were attracted to and kind of force myself into liking them or being attracted to them because in my little I don't know sixth grade mind that's what I thought liking or loving someone was because in my mind I was like well you know this guy is nice and he's physically attractive so I must be into him I must be into him like I must like him and that you know this is just how it is but that is not true at all but that went on for a long time because I had felt so incredibly pressured to be into men. But fast forward a few years, there was this guy that I was friends with who was kind of a stereotypical jock, you know, very masculine, he played all these sports, and I remember one day he said that he was into me, and so I remember thinking, well, he likes me, so I must like him back, right? Like, he's a nice guy and he's cute so that must mean that I'm into him and so I remember he started um like saying all these nice things to me and he would always say how much he liked me and in my head I was like ew (laughs) like just gross and obviously I didn't say that to him because I didn't want to hurt his feelings but I remember going home just really confused because in, you know, movies and TV shows, they would show that, um, you know, being like when women are with guys, they're always so happy and it's always so magical. And that just wasn't the case for me. And for a while, I thought that there was something wrong with me because I like it wasn't the first time that this had happened. And this continued on into like I'd say my freshman year of high school and part of sophomore year basically like these guys would um you know ask me out or um say that they had feelings for me and I almost felt that I was obligated to reciprocate those feelings even if I didn't feel that way just because um either I didn't want to like be mean to them like I didn't want to make them feel bad or just because um I was pressured to you know because of the society that we live in but um after a while I 
eventually started thinking, you know, what if I am into girls? But since I live in a really small southern conservative town, I didn't really have any guidance um, from gay people. And there definitely isn't a lot of representation in the media. And, okay, this is going to sound so dumb, but I basically had some sort of epiphany after hearing the song Girls Like Girls by Hailey Kiyoku. Um, Again, this sounds really stupid, but basically the song is about coming to terms with your sexuality, and there's this music video that came out, I think it was five years ago, and I saw this when I was, I think, in eighth grade, which is the year that I came out, and... um, Haley, the girl who wrote the song, she was on Disney Channel, and like a lot of other people, I watched Disney Channel growing up, and she's a pretty feminine person, um, and, you know, for a while, I hadn't seen any sort of representation of, um, queer women who were feminine, and I think I, I mean, like, I think I knew that um, lesbians existed, but I, this was the first time that I actually saw good representation of, um, queer women being able to be feminine, and, um, I mean, there are, I think there are some lesbian characters in shows, uh, I don't know if there were any in the shows that I watched when I was younger, but, um, when lesbians are shown in the media, they're often, um, you know, super masculine and really butch, which, I mean, is totally fine, but seeing, um, Haley, who was someone that I watched from a really young age, and who is a very, well, I wouldn't say super feminine, but she is a feminine person, um, her coming out as a lesbian made me finally realize that not every queer woman is going to act and dress like um, Ellen DeGeneres, which is totally fine. I mean, some people do, and that's fine, but it really showed me that not every single queer woman is, you know, masculine and has short hair and wears super masculine clothing. And so everything started to make sense after I realized that, and eventually I came out as bisexual in eighth grade. Um, I remember the day that I came out. It was in, it was the last period of the day. I think we had like seven or eight periods. Um, And since I took advanced math in middle school, I had a free period. Um, and I remember I used to go to the band room, and this one day, I had been thinking about it for a while, and for some apparent reason, I decided to come out to my two close friends over text at school. I have no idea why, I just didn't, like, wait until I got home to text them, because I was, like, crying a lot, and obviously I don't think anyone likes crying at school, it's just horrible and awkward, but... They were really accepting. I think I probably still have the text somewhere. Maybe I'll try to find it so I can read it because I know it's probably pretty embarrassing. But again, they were really accepting. 
and um but that I just came out socially in eighth grade so I came out to those two people first and then to I think a group chat and then it was just kind of um like a if someone asked I would tell them I don't really think I like I never like stood up and like told my entire school or anything um but yeah I came out socially in eighth grade but I didn't come out to my family until somewhat recently and so currently I identify as queer and this is another one of the questions that I get a lot um so queer describes people who aren't heterosexual and or cisgender um for clarification cisgender basically means that you (coughs) sorry again with the whole losing the voice thing sorry about that but uh cisgender basically means that you identify with the gender um slash sex that you were assigned at birth so if you were assigned female at birth and you still identify as a woman then you're cisgender so basically people who are not trans and so anyways um the term queer can describe people who aren't (coughs) excuse me i'm really sorry um, about the whole voice situation, but it describes people who aren't heterosexual and or cisgender, and basically it can be used as a blanket term or as a specific identity, and personally I use it as an identity, so I'm attracted to feminine people, and I'd say for the most part this means women and sometimes non-binary people, Um, For a while, I used to think that this could include men, but to be completely honest, I don't think it does for me. And, I mean, for a while, and even still now, I didn't want to call myself a lesbian because I was always taught that women are supposed to be attracted to men, and if they're not, that's a problem. And this kind of relates back to what I was saying earlier. Even now, um, it's not really accepted um, to not be attracted to men at all if you're a woman, and I don't really see myself marrying a man, but it's still scary to say that and to come to terms with that, because I live in a society, and we live in a society where, um, it's not really acceptable to be anything other, uh, sorry, to be anything other than heterosexual and cisgender and I still think of myself as a woman for the most part but I do also like gender neutral terms and have always really liked androgyny and um, for example with the whole gender neutral terms thing like using the term partner instead of just girlfriend or wife Um, But back to how I came out. I came out socially in 8th grade, as I said, but I didn't come out to my family until um, recently. I came out to my sister, I think, in April or May of this year. And originally, I think she was going to be the first person I came out to even before my friends. But we are five years apart and so she's in college and so it was kind of hard to find time that I could talk to her alone in person 
and also it was just really scary. For some reason, I feel like it was easier to come out to friends than it was to her, even though I knew that she was going to be accepting, just because, like, I mean, she's known me for my whole life, and obviously, I mean, we're family, so we're going to be seeing a lot of each other, and I mean, I knew that she was going to be accepting, but it was still um, pretty hard to come out to her. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I said, she was super accepting. It really wasn't a big deal. But I wasn't planning on coming out to the rest of my family until probably after graduation. But um, I ended up doing it, I think, in September. And at the time, I had a girlfriend. And so it was a really hard secret to keep because I would have to, you know, tell my mom that I was... Um, going out with friends when in reality I was just going out with my girlfriend at the time and so it was just weird having to make up all these like you know elaborate lies about where I was because obviously I couldn't just tell them um so I was raised Catholic and that's kind of the reason that I was really scared to come out to my parents because for a really long time they were not accepting and um part of my family still isn't, but my parents have come a long way. Um, my sister always had a lot of conversations with them um, during her teen years because my sister is kind of stereotypically a masculine person. Like, she um, is a woman, she identifies as a woman, but she's always been into masculine things, and so a lot of times people kind of assume that masculine women are gay as I was talking about earlier and so she had a lot of conversations with them about the gay and trans community when she was younger and I continued those conversations with my mom and so my I came out to my mom first and she was surprised um, mostly because I think she thought it was going to be my sister who was the gay one but uh, she was really accepting, really nice about it, um, and then I came out to the rest of my family, um, you know, my dad and my mom's side of the family. So my dad's side of the family, like, I think probably like 99% of them don't speak English, or if they do, they're not fluent in it, so I don't know if I'll ever be able to fully come out to them because there is a bit of a language barrier and we don't really have a lot of contact with them since they don't live in the U.S. and we don't speak the same language and so it's hard to, um, you know, have these conversations with them. But I came out to my mom's family and half of them, the ones who were more progressive, reacted really well and I kind of already felt like they would react well. And the other half... Um, who are very religious, very conservative, did not react as well. Basically, um, they, they pretty much think I'm going to hell, but, um, which sounds awful and it kind of is, but I mean, I was kind of already expecting that. Like, I mean, it did hurt and it does suck that my own family thinks I'm like an awful person for being gay, but... I kind of had already prepared myself for that, um, but luckily it's only some people on my mom's side of the family um, that are like that. 
So anyways, moving on to tips on coming out. Uh, one of my friends actually came out to me, uh, I think this summer. I'm sorry, my concept of, t- of time is warped because of this pandemic, but it was um, a few months ago, I think. And they were asking about tips on how to come out. And I've had other people ask about basically tips on knowing that you're gay or knowing that you're not fully straight so I would definitely say to test the waters first like if you're not sure if your parents will be accepting I would bring up the topic not about you being gay but maybe about um like if you have gay friends or maybe watching a show that has gay characters in it and just kind of gauging their reaction but I do know that some people are incredibly homophobic and I've heard bad stories and so I would say that you need to make sure that if you come out that you're going to be safe so definitely ensure your safety and make sure that you have a good support system and that you could be financially stable if you do get kicked out because I although it really sucks I think you have to be realistic because I've heard a lot of stories especially with trans people getting kicked out um, in their teen years for coming out to their parents and that's just I mean the worst case scenario but I think it's definitely a good thing to ensure your safety before coming out Um, But moving on to how I knew I was gay or kind of like tips for coming out because I've had a couple people um, in the past few months contact me who aren't really sure of their sexuality and although it's different for everyone I'd say that there are kind of a few things that are a common theme in people who are gay. So the first one is just kind of Um, like I said earlier, almost like choosing people to be attracted to, like I kind of felt like I was obligated to be attracted to men, and so I kind of like forced myself to try to be attracted to them, so that's one of the main things. Um, Another one is if you think about your future and having like a spouse, like someone that you get married to in the future, Um, I mean, I'm not saying that you have to think of a specific person, but if you think about your future, do you think of yourself with a man or a woman or um, no one at all? Because some people are asexual and don't have um, romantic or sexual feelings towards people, which is totally fine too, and I'll um, talk about that in another episode. But, um, I mean, it still is kind of hard to picture your future especially when you're young but just kind of in general if you think of yourself in the future just kind of thinking about the gender of the person that you see yourself with and another one would be I know tons of people do this um like tons of gay people um I don't know if gay men do this but I definitely know it's a big thing in lesbians and queer women like when I was younger Um, I would have friends that were girls or just people that I knew that were girls and I would always want to 
like I, I don't know how to put this in words like be really good friends with them like that's what I would tell myself but in reality I was actually just attracted to them and apparently this is like a common theme in queer women um, a lot of my other queer friends had the same experience where you kind of disguised your feelings towards someone as just like really wanting to be their friend or like finding them super attractive um so I can't think of any other ones at the moment but I know there are a lot more and I'll have to talk about those in later episodes so I think that's all I have to talk about today I think the next episode will most likely be about um having friends or ending friendships with people who have very different political views as you because I feel like this is something because I feel like that's something that's super relevant right now so anyways uh thanks for tuning in and I will hopefully upload another episode within the next week or two uh hopefully it's soon because I know I've been saying that I'm gonna start a podcast for forever and I'm just um now getting into it so hopefully it'll be sometime soon that the next episode um is uploaded